Should we start? Actually, hi. Yeah, I'm just here for the intro. Okay, are you gonna introduce us? <gasps> yeah, let me do the intro. <laughs> um, what do I say? Give me a script. I'm wait, wait, wait. No, I think I've got it down. Give me a sec. Shut up. Um, shut up. <laughs> Give me a script, she says, and then immediately shut up. Um, that was music by Lucy Kelp on Tumblr, which is Ash. We love you very much. Thank you. Um, welcome to the art of podcasting. Today's chapter is. Mm, I didn't get that from the shit. What was chapter the chapter? 13. Chapter thirteen. That's the lightning one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know what that's you wrote called? It. I yes. do know what that's called. Do you know shit, your own chapter Wait, titles? shut up! Don't tell me. I do know it. Wait. Truly <laughs> really iconic. This is fun. Oh, the fucking rum heist! I knew yeah. it. <laughs> The great rum. What's the full title though? It's 99 AG. There we go. You're so smart. Um, you got there. I'm Hella. I'm literally only staying for about two minutes. Uh, this is Boom, Abby, and Ashla, who you know. Howdy. Hello. But also Ro. Hi. Who is just one more person here to bully me. So. As you deserve. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Did I do a good job? I think I nailed that. That was pretty good. Pat you sounded pen. a little nervous, yes. but it's okay. Because I forgot the name of my own fucking chapter. That's a you problem. <laughs> it is a you problem. Because it's kind I was of gonna iconic. I personally thought that was pretty iconic. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And we're like, hell yeah. Oh my god. Leave. <laughs> Get out. You're right. You are the worst podcaster. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Me. Anyway, I mean, I'm leaving now. What's happening? You guys are gonna I'm have leaving. to kick me out. Um, I don't know. Wait, the first thing we're gonna talk about is Tova. So I feel like you should stay for that, just because, like, Tova. Wait, sorry. Okay, so I can introduce Ro. Ro is my wife, and I love them very much. Oh. That's Ro all is my mom. Um, Ro <laughs> is. Really doing this. Ro is also the lost colony on Archive of Our Own. They're amazing, and you know why we invited Ro? I did, we guys. Wow. Because, because we didn't Ro write much. like the first like spinoff fic of the Art of Vernon? Yeah, it was like, I the did. first like proper one. The first spinoff. Based on this chapter. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to be honest, Ro, your fic jump-started my love for China. So. <gasps> did you know I didn't even know it was pronounced China? <laughs> we didn't Neither did we. <laughs> oh, well, that makes me feel a bit better. I thought it was Chenna, but... That's Although, wrong. to be fair, you guys didn't write a whole fic centered around his pro- like his point of view and say his name a thousand times. <laughs> I mean, I did. But... <laughs> Might have been good to know that it was pronounced that way, but what's in the past is in the past. Isn't he named after, like, a river? <laughs> he is, yeah. The Chena River. Where's that? Oh, I did that. Um, I think it's Alaska. We all learned something. I've not looked at my notes in ages. Come I know. On, okay, you're, you're failing geography. Yeah, it is Alaska. Yeah, thank good you. job. It's almost like I've not done geography in years. Is. It means river of something, parentheses, game. So river of game. I mean, fair enough. As in, like, enough. what you eat, not, like, board games, <laughs> okay. in like, case monopoly. anyone was confused. <laughs> the river of <laughs> Hella's just going to pretend that was on purpose. Hella's going to be like, like yeah, oh, yeah, I looked up names for, like, hours. <laughs> and that's, wait, who's named Snow? Is uh, that Afu? Yeah. Wait, yeah. I love that. I guess we're just learning how we things are. are pronounced today. Wait. I guess that's just how today's gonna be Wait, for me. You know how like this chapter I'm so sorry, I know there's a lot of <laughs> So you know how like the last chapter was Tulak's skins episode? This is Tina's skins episode. I hate that yes. So <laughs> each each chapter is like 
each character learning to love Zuko. And I, it was. I think it was that's iconic basic. of them. I think that's I beautiful. It was lovely. Wow. Lovely. Wow. Lovely. Oh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Amazing. So you guys said first yes, we're talking about Tova. Yeah, because she was at the beginning of the chapter. And I never write um, actual words in my notes. I just copy and paste shit. But I was so excited to see Tova that I wrote out in all caps, Tova, my queen. And I thought you all deserve to know that. Yeah, I just said Tova. Thank you. Honestly, truly iconic. That General Song was like, what a dickhead. And Tova's like, nah, he's smart. And General Song was like, Because Tova will be like, you're really I love smart, I'm still going to ruin your life. Whereas General Fong is just like... General Fong is like, of course they let the yeah. prince escape. And Tova's like, but look at you're this like, wording. I'm going <laughs> to take the table like a fucking toddler. And she's just that, like, dude, chill the fuck out. Look at this rhetoric. She's literally babysitting. Look at this calligraphy here. Tova's like, emotions. You. Like, Calm yourself. This is embarrassing. <laughs> what is it that she's like, get a grip or whatever? She's like, get, get a, grip. a fucking grip, mate. <laughs> Like, shout out to the mystery of who Tova is working for. Hella did set that up very nicely. Very well done. Hella? (laughs) It's alright, Hella's gone. It doesn't matter. (laughs) She's just silent because she doesn't know how to take a compliment. Can you not hear me? I agree with that. Is that the wind? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna fucking Y'all hear something? What the fuck? (laughs) You know what? All right, don't let the door hit you. I didn't ignore all of you guys this morning. Why is everyone Hella ignores me every day. What's that? The one's getting pit loud. (laughs) Huh. Ashley, I'm literally going to come over there and strangle you. Abby, I really forgot you were from the South. I'm going to get that Union Jack, and I'm literally going to smother you with it. (laughs) (laughs) You can't. My mom will kill you before she lays down her Union Jack. Oh, here's an idea. Guys, since this is called the rum heist, why don't we all get alcohol? Maybe except Ashley. Oh, yeah. Glug, glug, glug. You know what? I was in fear. Big Tesco. The I mean, other day that fearfully. And they wouldn't let me at first because two of my mates haven't turned 18 yet and they didn't have their ID and they're like, you might be buying for them. And I was like, okay, I see your point, but I'm not. And they fully wouldn't let me, so I had to go to Asda. <laughs> Fuck you, Big Tesco. Not only does this podcast not have uh, commercials or promotions, now we're calling out. <laughs> Groceries to corporations. Fuck that. I stand by it. I, this is an anti I say fuck capitalism in every single episode. At least I try to. Two types of people. <laughs> All right. Guys, we have to recenter ourselves and figure out what we're talking about. Yeah. Boom. You're good at this. Do you have anything to say? What I am always I doing? do. Oh my god. Okay. Wait. Slow down. Oh. I think Hella should just stay as long as... How long do you want to be I don't here? Care. I'm not in, like, any rush, but I'm not, like... I wasn't supposed to invade this episode in particular. Well, you can if you want to. You're always welcome. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I might stay for a tiny bit more. It is one in the morning. Whatever you're ready to go to bed, just me and Sarah goodnights. Give each other just, a kiss goodnight. Get out of here. I'll just fall asleep on the podcast. How about that? Oh my god, that would be so I will. snoring. <laughs> that noise That's in the background, so don't worry about it. It's just Hella <laughs> snoring. You snore? No, I bloody hate no. Well, no, probably. Then we can figure out if that's my face. Wait, hell, um, you strike me as a snore. I do not. Wait, does Zuko snore? Wait, boom. (laughs) What? What? And do you have any notes? Do I have any notes? What a question. As if I don't have fucking five pages of notes. 
Um, my next note is Hakoto is like, at least he doesn't have to say goodbye to his children a second time. And I just thought that that was really rude. Not rude. It's in his internal monologue. But like, Tulak is over there saying goodbye to his like two year old son. And like, other people are literally saying and goodbye Hakoda's to his just children. Like, and Hakoda's, and Hakoda's like, like, thank fuck mine are gone. <laughs> Not my problem. Don't want to see those fucking bratty. <laughs> I got my other son now. He's with the cooler. Avatar. <laughs> At least my new son. He wants to hunt the Avatar, and he has bad hair. Oh yeah, Zuko still has this stupid ponytail. The comments I got from that, where people would read the chapter and they'd be like, "This is a good chapter," but does he still have the hair? I'd be like, "Is that what you're taking from this?" I'm sorry. When I read it, I had to picture him with like his good hair because like, I couldn't write I was, it unless I pictured it with the short hair because it's just it's so distracting. It's not even that I hate it; it's just distracting. I just I hate the ponytail. Like, why did you have to do that? Oh, wait. Wait, this chapter. I don't have my notes out because I just want to see you guys. But <laughs> isn't this chapter? Ashley no, really but, like, this chapter. Isn't this, like, the first chapter where we get, like, Zuko and Azula, like, flashback where they, like, would steal, like, the dump? <laughs> yes. Yes. I want to mm-hmm. read a bunch of that because because I keep getting complimented for it. And my <laughs> the way you jumped up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he remembered being a child in the palace, how one time him and Azula hid in a cupboard, cupboard, that's what I just started to say, a cupboard, him and Azula hid in a cupboard for hours on end, waiting for the kitchen to empty before stealing handfuls of dumplings. They'd scrutinized the servants, Rotas, for days beforehand, finding the exact time the shift changes, saw the kitchen completely empty for a few momentous minutes. At the age of five and seven, it was the most incredible plot in the world. That night, they fell asleep in Zuko's bed, side by side, Azula facing him with her eyes shut and cheeks dusted with, still dusted with crumbs. She used to sleep in his bed a lot, until she didn't. That night, the room smelt of dumplings and success, and Zuko felt unstoppable. Until he didn't. The parallel. <laughs> Owie. An owie kazowie right there. Um, I think it's really interesting how Hella handles um Zuko's relationship with Azula in particular throughout the Art of Burning. Um, not specific to this chapter because there isn't a lot of Azula mentioned this chapter, but um I think it's really intriguing how Hella delves into it in short moments like that throughout the story. Uh in the in the spirit of reading our favorite parts of the chapter, uh if it's all right, if oh, I could sure. read mine. Yes. <clears throat> You'd think that it was the Chenna part, the Chena parts, <laughs> but um, it's not. This is my favorite bit. <clears throat> Shut your mouth. Have I ever failed you? Tomkin asked, rooting through the supplies kept here with an evil grin on his face. Zuko thought of Tomkin stealing his swords, of Tomkin bumping into him and foiling his escape attempt, of Tomkin starving him out of obliviousness, of Tomkin burning the Nick's sh- shirts and dragging Zuko into it, and Zuko confidently said, Yes, that's my favorite bit. <laughs> I love them. I miss them. I do too. What a sweet dynamic. I miss them. Didn't you write them? Okay, shut <laughs> up. You're but allowed to miss your own. Traumatized them, so they're not like this yeah, anymore. We don't talk I mean, about that. It was for some spice. For some spice. <sighs> I nobody wanted I that. Yeah, wanted they it. didn't need it. I wanted that. Like, I, I did too. Can I ask what the inspiration for the rum heist was? Were you just particularly feeling t- the need to drink? The real question. When you were writing this, like, 
oh, I'm just going to write a few teenagers fucking around and um, underage drinking. Honestly, I think it's a bit because I really, through book one, tried to be like Zuko doing normal teenage things, particularly with Tomkin and Nana. But, um, and I feel like that was quite a big one. But also, it was kind of accidental. Like, Tomkin, he's mentioned the rum like how many times? And that was just like an offhanded thing. And then the more he mentioned it, I was like, maybe I should just have them steal it. <laughs> <laughs> and it led to that. So. I feel like that was a good choice. I mean, I love it. It created an amazing chapter. It was one of the chapters where I did just let myself fuck about with it. And a lot of, I like, also... I knew what the end goal was going to be with the lightning and everything. But the rest, I was like, just make them have fun. Yeah, that's nice. It was a I nice tone. It was going to be the last fun one for a while. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> fuck you for that. For but... a long, long while. <laughs> Something I also found interesting in this chapter is that you name drop Peanuts. In no, this universe where there's like in my notes, narwhal in my notes for the chapter, I literally wrote, I like peanuts and like a sad face. Can you tell I fucking oh, hate peanuts? So I really hate them. But you had Tina and Zuko like them. Yeah, so yeah, I, so, what did you I think that's valid. Can you tell me I'm wrong that they would like peanuts? For starters, Tina's a fucking idiot. He would like them. And <laughs> Zuko is Chena. a, Zuko's a different me. breed, but he's still an idiot. Listen, They're just two types of idiots. Considering that you guys always tell me that like I'm Zuko and I like peanuts, I mean, there you go. Yeah, see, I did it subconsciously because You're of just you Zuko <laughs> because of the lack of self-preservation. Wait, what? <laughs> Very true. Mm, you want to know what? That's it's the one the, true wanna, reason. It's the jumping off a ship for your vape energy. <laughs> Throwback to episode one. I was gonna say, I don't think I've heard that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, what if I did? Uh, wow. Wait, now I want to jump off a boat, Loki. No, oh my you know god. How fun that would be? I was. Oh I'm gonna god. go find a boat. Please. So, guys, the light means. You live on the ocean, yeah. so the light. Oh, can we there. talk about the fact? <laughs> wait, but wait, Nanook I, and oh. Zuko and Tomkin. No, go talk about oh, the fact. Okay. Go. Um, the lightning. I I feel like Hella mentioned that, like, like she mentioned about this at some point. But like the fact that like Zuko had like no experience, I just went. Boop. <laughs> just redirected it i, I like that cool for you i actually mentioned that <laughs> yes, in my thing oh everyone's like yeah can yeah, we all no, just talk you. about I was getting confused. Yeah. Go... yeah okay yeah sorry cut, cut you you bro yeah yeah okay so, yeah me and oh, thank the you. same it's fine sorry bro what were you gonna say it's all right um <laughs> no i was just saying that i also <laughs> thank you. mentioned that in my thing that everyone was like oh my god he <laughs> didn't think he could do that and he just redirected lightning my cash and we didn't know each other she yeah, and I think they respond, and I was like, oh my god! Yeah, responds to all of her comments. Uh, I'm trying to find the comment because, like, this is when you were bullying me as like a personality trait. No, no, <laughs> yeah, you were nice to them. Yeah, because you were too afraid that you would scare us off. Yeah, because I was like, what if they think I'm like not joking? <laughs> I'm just genuinely being horrible. I mean, you are genuinely horrible. Yeah, shut up. Right We're here anyway. It's a secret. I'm trying to but... find... The only time I was ever somewhat mean to Hella was on AO3, because after particularly terrible chapters, I would just write, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, but then you'd usually... Oh, and, and I... Sh- shut the fuck up. I would just write quotes and write, shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> you would leave these long fucking comments and my response would always be so short because you'd literally just post the quotes back at me and I'm like, I literally I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I'm trying to find the comment. I literally... Um, I would just be, like, vibrating. <laughs> yeah. I can't find it. In reading my own tags, I've revealed you all to be fake fans because it's actually chapter 12. And not chapter 13. 
of the art of burning. What's chapter 12? What? Oh my god, no, it is chapter 13. Yeah, nice <gasps> I'm yeah, a fake I fan. I'm, I know my own bloody face. I was like, <laughs> we've shit. You don't know anything. I was, like, I was like, we've done 12 episodes or 12 podcasts. Yeah, a podcast. Yeah, I episodes. thought I was all, I thought I was being you all really cool. Right? Don't look at me. <laughs> we can't don't see look you. at me. We're not looking at you. I'm not, I'm no, looking you're at looking at me. I'm looking in at spirit. Hey, girl. <laughs> I'm looking directly at Abby. <laughs> Can I talk about something that's related no. to nothing? No. Well, it's related to the fic, but nothing we're talking, we're talking about. about. Me neither. Fair enough. I really liked the line, Zuko never knew you could hurt from I laughing. I that, too. Because, like, all the different types of pain he's been through, and it's he's never felt like the this, like, such a basic thing. Of like laughing with your friends sometimes kind of kills me. Makes me sad. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm here for. I also really liked the bit where um, Canute was like, "Are you experimenting with sarcasm? Please, no, I can't handle it." (laughs) He was such a drama queen. Canute or Zuko? He's always a drama queen. Both, mainly Canute. Zuko's had one thing, then... barely, and Canute was literally ready to jump <laughs> overboard. And Sheena calls him right out. He he goes, you're the motherfucker who's probably taught him that. Now we're all doomed. Sheena <laughs> just takes him I love him. He is. <laughs> he's such a wanker, but he's, like, lovable about it. He's my favorite. Is Sheena perhaps a self-insert sure. of you, Hella? Don't answer that, but sit on it for a little while. Sit on it. I think all No, because I made him No, because I think all of the OCs are, like, parts of your personality. That is true. Should we recenter? <laughs> Every time you say recenter, I think of a yoga. <laughs> what would you prefer me to Ooh. say? Hello, I have a question for you. Hello. So it says, I'm just going to read this whole thing because that's my, my brain can't function any other way. I apologize. But Hakoda's plan was simple too. He'd said so much. It doesn't have to be complicated, Zuko. You can stay or you can go. We'll be stopping in a few por- ports in the Earth Kingdom before Chameleon Bay. If you decide at one of these ports that you want to leave, then you just say the words and we can call it quits and you can go and do what you want his blue eyes had been so steady so heavy on Zuko's skin you aren't a prisoner anymore if Zuko had tried to get off at a random fucking Earth Kingdom port would Hakoda have actually let him? Right here's the thing I think Hakoda would be like dude what is the plan here? What is going on? But if push came to shove and if Zuko was really adamant, he would let him go 100% because like, otherwise he is just keeping him prisoner again. That just defeats the whole purpose of that. But I think the point is more that over the 14 chapters, Zuko would rethink it more. And like, yeah, I think he would think it over because he made the promise with Hakoda where he's like, fine, I'll think things through more. So that hasn't happened yet. No, I'm thinking things through. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's because of the lightning instant, though, so it's kind of relevant, and it might not count as spoilers. Okay. Maybe not. No, I was also just like, my memory isn't memory what it used to be, though, so really? I wasn't it's sure. Like, I'm 19 now, I can't remember anything. I used to have the best fucking memory. It's so sad. It actually, like, my crying. Fucking awful. I used to remember conversations word for word, and I could tell you every fucking thing that happened to me, and now I lose my train of thought mid-sentence. <laughs> Puberty. Like, what happened? <laughs> what the fuck happened? So, should we talk about the Puberty. conversation you right. and Zuka have, where they're, like, like, on, like, before, like, shit hits the fan, like the lightning? 
Yeah, the swords. Oh, the swords. I really like the swords as a metaphor. And I really like that Zuko, like, notices that they're a metaphor. But I don't. You, like, said that he chose the swords because they were a metaphor. What was the quote again? I bet you not. Do you really? Chapter in months. Uh, it was like because because okay Hakoda talked about how the dual swords are like so hard and powerful and whatever Mm. and Zuko's like oh I didn't choose them for that I chose them for the dual swords represent a person's duality how both good and bad run within all of us two sides of one character hero and villain it shows how for there to be harmony these two forces have to work not with the absence of one another but with the the synchronicity of both to use only one sword would mean to leave behind either your good half or bad half it would be unnatural and we'll we'll talk about the second half of that quote in a bit because (laughs) but the implication when i read it at least my interpretation was that he chose the swords the dual swords as like ah i want these swords because they're a metaphor i feel like was that your intention no because i feel like the funny part about that is that he literally says that he started training with them when he was seven so he absolutely just saw them when these are fucking sick and as he's grown up and learned more about them he's been like oh they're kind of deep as well that's what i'm gonna tell people because i'm a fucking theater nerd and i like this shit so that's what I think. Say the word theater again. Theater. Oh, fuck off. We're not theater. doing this right now. You guys want to go to the theater? The second time you said it was theater. fine. The first time How you said I it was weird. It that you're like, you're swallowing the tea. Yeah. You know, oh, my dad's from that. like proper no. South London and he says theater. Theater. He proper goes for it. Oh. It's real. Oh. <laughs> that's even worse. Theater. You say it then. Theater. Theater. <laughs> Theater. Hella, say coffee. You sound like saying Theodore. Hella, say coffee. You made fun Theodore, of the way that I say it. Coffee. Why'd you say it? Like Why are you bringing coffee back up? Because I want to hear Hella say it so that coffee. I can make fun of her for saying it. Coffee. Coffee. But I say it weird. Okay. How do you say it? Abby I is just so say coffee. mad about this. <laughs> Abby said coffee weird. I said it one uh, time and she's fucking so good. Should we talk about the Abby, do you have any points? I wanted to point out Zuko's bad self efficacy. Wow. Yeah, are we talking about psychology? We're talking about Zuko's bad self efficacy. Because when he gets complimented mm. on the swords, his first reaction is to be like, nah, man, bad self efficacy. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> what it's what is self efficacy? Have... Oh my God, I hate talking. What, I swear. So it's okay. here, all right. So basically, self efficacy is. The belief in your own capability to um, do an action, uh, like like your belief in your ability to succeed in a right, particular situation or doing a particular skill. So Zuko's self-efficacy regarding his swords, he's complimented by Hakoda, like, oh, you're like, you're really good with the swords or whatever. And instead of talking about how he's been training since he was a child and how the swords feel right and how he is really good at with them and really skilled... He instead talks about their duality and the synchronicity of uh, his experiences with them. Wow. Yeah, off the top of your head. Nice. Only because I learned it Whoa, in class like two days ago. Oh, <laughs> oh you're cheating. Um, trust me, I'm not that good. <laughs> um, so it's really interesting uh, to examine, especially Zuko's point of view and I find myself actually doing it a lot when I read The Art of Burning because Hella actually delves really deep into it 
um, that you kind of need <laughs> as a psych major and you, you kind of start to like pick up on subconscious lines of thought. I think that maybe hella meant, maybe hella didn't, but um, yeah, absolutely. Every, every single one. <laughs> you worry about it. But I think it's um really interesting when you get down to it. That's all I have to say. And tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, bro. Abby, did you have anything else to say? <laughs> Sorry. That's I went okay. off on kind of like a like little that. rant. Actually, Ashley, so do you quiet. have anything you want to add? <laughs> um, no, I, just... I hope you're not quiet because of me. Oh, no, no, I'm not. Um, let's see what else. I'm trying to think of something. Because, <laughs> like, my notes, I have them. They're just somewhere. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> You're not lazy. looking at them. <laughs> but um, basically, I was, I just was freaking out, but that's for spoilers. Uh, but, but like, just Chena, mm. just uh, Chena and Zuko's relationship. Just, I'm smiling right now. <laughs> People can't tell. They're so cute. Wow, is it time to talk about Chena and Zuko? <laughs> My two <laughs> precious boys. <laughs> no, I just, Chena means the world to me. So does Zuko. You put them together. <laughs> and I just like, I really like the, because Sheena <laughs> is like, because we got like the whole like spectrum of people who like hate Zuko, because everyone kind of hates him. Kanu and Tomkin and like, are like, are like on one end of the spectrum. Sheena's and Chakot are like kind of like on the other. And Sheena's being left far like, and, and like, Sheena's like, Sheena's this little cunt is a, in the words of Hella, a twat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I could be wrong, but I always read Tina more as like a very like grudgingly um hateful character. Like he he needs to hate Zuko so that way he doesn't love him. You know, I feel I mean, like Tina is very much on the like verge that, yeah. of if if he doesn't remember to hate Zuko, he could end up really liking Zuko, and he doesn't want that. Yeah, well, that's the thing with all of them, though, isn't it? That they're, like, the only reason they, they don't openly, like, invite him in is because he's Fire Nation. Like, that is it. It's not a small thing. That's not what I'm trying to say. But, like, Chena doesn't keep reminding himself that, like, hey, this is the enemy. Then he would, like, he feels everything in extreme. So if he's, like, he's like going to really fucking hate him... Or he's gonna be like, actually, I'm gonna Well, the fact that you just said that Chino so... feels everything in extremes, in this chapter, <laughs> you also literally quote, Zuko has always felt things in extremes. So yes. I just think that Chino sees too much of himself in Zuko. Personally. The parallels. <laughs> that is you know, true. It's not like Chino hates Zuko in this, and then, but the, like, the lightning, he's like, damn. And then, like, in Rose love... Fig, we get Chino's POV, and it's so, shuts because go read. Thank you. Thank right you. now. Um, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna add, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just gonna say I love that they continue to insult <laughs> each other even as Zuko is saving his life. Um, um like the you know the fuck kid, you colossal <laughs> you idiot shit for brains. Like Get the fuck I down. Really just went <laughs> and then like right when he like does the lightning. Gina's reaction is just what the actual fuck <laughs> and then Zuko just says well yeah. also what I think and is interesting about Gina's reaction is that it's not like what the fuck like it's very quiet like he's like what the, fuck? the calm he's after the storm Ooh, in the storm Hamilton let's start singing guys there is quiet <laughs> oh <a> stop <laughs> 
<laughs> a chino sky. Oh my gosh, thank you, Ro. Beautiful. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, that's why I was really excited to explore Chino's point of view in, in the fic that I wrote because of um, how interesting I found his response to be when Zuko was struck by lightning. Because up to that point, I kind of hated Gina. <laughs> yeah, and you're thinking me like him, so thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I literally, because I always knew that Gina was going to turn out to be a nice guy in the end, but no one else did, so I got so many comments being like, fuck Gina, he's being a fucking wanker, and I was like, stop! Nah, he's just a, he's an asshole with a heart of gold, Gina. Yeah, exactly. I also really have to thank you, Hella, for letting me kind of take Gina and run with his backstory, even though it's not <laughs> your approved backstory. Oh, yeah, because you messaged me with this whole backstory, and I was like, go for it. I was like, nah, I don't really like Hella's approved canon backstory. I'm going to make my own. Literally, never mind what people do with my characters or anything. Aw, uh, just wait. As long don't as say I that credit. Hey guys, it's Editing Boom here. I have some very exciting news that we're going on to spoilers, just as always. Um, if you want to skip using your skip 15 button on Spotify, I have some really good news for you. Do you know how many times you're going to have to press that button? You're going to have to press it 50 times. <laughs> Sorry, that was just really funny to me. The idea of like you sitting there just one, two, three. Anyway, um, obviously you probably don't want to do that. So you can go to around minute 41, 20. And yes, that is very close to the end. But you do want to go there anyway because it's a very nice outro. You definitely should listen. Um, so yeah, just to reiterate, that's going to be hitting the skip 15, 50 times or going to 41, 20. Or just going on now to spoilers. Please enjoy. Do you have anything for spoilers? Because I know Boom has some stuff. Because Boom always has stuff. I have um, absolutely nothing, actually. Ashley, do you have anything? Yeah, that conversation. The swords. Just oh, like... yeah, you had spoiler stuff for the swords. When I Dope. tell you. <laughs> yeah, get in position. When I tell you in that chapter where, like, Zuko and, like, the Gowling fight thing. Um... Annie like and the swords get mentioned again. I scream. one behind, and I'm like, "Damn, you're really looking you deep up. It's like it's a coming of age movie." <laughs> I leave one behind, and it's a fucking sword. Damn bitch, that was his coming of age moment. <laughs> Literally, well, it, 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 this is a coming of age story. Well, I think that that was him leaving his good side behind because it's. Yeah. We've established that it's the it was, duality. but no one knew that at the time. You said I just know that I this did. is a coming of you age story. <laughs> the art of burning, a coming of age. I I realized this isn't actually spoilers, but I wanted to talk about the way that he he you have him describe the swords, and he it's what Zuko didn't say was that Uncle begged Zuko to leave his bad half, and Father demanded Zuko leave his good half. He didn't say that he'd spent his entire life grappling with balance while everyone around him demanded he shed it. He didn't say that because Zuko wasn't evil, just as he wasn't weak. Not anymore, at least. He was learning that. He was learning that he was only human, and for a human to be whole, there needed to be two halves. And, like, first of all, I just love whenever you, like, go off with the metaphors and just, like let yourself do it because i also i really appreciate that like you have metaphors yeah. like that that are just not subtle you're just like zuko is going to explain to the audience what this metaphor is and like i just really enjoy that no, I sometimes get that, i just sometimes... miss the symbolism 
because especially sometimes like I in fic where... and then sometimes I just can't be asked for that and I'm like look this is exactly what I'm trying to say with this <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you yeah and it's just like I think it's so cute how he's like finding mm-hmm. himself as a whole person and then like we have our disagreements around Zusa, but I do like the whole like way that he has to find his whole because the water tribe because of him and because of the water tribe like he starts to feel too yeah. much of that pressure that he felt from Iroh and going away and killing Fong like gave him more connection with the bad mm. side of him so he found and more I think of that, that balance quote in particular because he says like if that makes he wasn't sense. evil just as he wasn't weak like he doesn't say I'm not evil I'm just also not good like he equates being good with being weak because that's what he's been raised but I think with Zuko, when he says good, this is like a big unreliable narrator thing because he doesn't actually mean good. Because I've got a lot of thoughts about people who think that goodness and like innocence and purity are the same thing. And it kind of, that's like one of the biggest themes in the whole thing, really. Because like, they're completely not the same thing. And I think Iroh really pushes the whole, I feel like, I just feel like goodness can be accomplished even if you, like in spite of doing bad things i think that and that's what we're getting at yes god yeah. oh that's so sexy <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much i really was about to be like yeah it's a stronger yeah. form of goodness <laughs> wait, and blah, wait, blah, blah, and can, wait like, can i make like a sexy. connection to like real world stuff it reminds me of the good place a bit like how just like <gasps> Do it's it. not about like because they like the four people like Great show. the cockroaches or whatever <laughs> it's been a while since i've seen the show just like they're they're they have flaws no the cockroaches like they call like team cockroach at one point i think are they really and it's been a while cockroach? sorry i don't um, remember that it's just like it's not like they all have okay. flaws and sure. but it's like more about just being a better person better than you were yesterday and mm. i really kind of like it's like wanting to be better. yeah that's like what a good person is just wanting to be better than yesterday mm-hmm. right always yeah. striving for self-improvement mm-hmm. and just yeah. like trying to be a good person despite like what shit you've done yeah like i really believe that i think people that are all like holier than thou like i've never done any wrong it's just bullshit mm-hmm. like if you live in a world that's very like in the real world that we've got or like in avatar where it's like literally at war you li- like there's no way you can be fully completely like innocent but it's not necessarily a bad thing and even even, if you go ahead like even if you theoretically were that like innocent it's it's probably because you were born into some sort of privilege that that let you environment and equating your privilege that let you keep whatever innocence with being good when i say it's it's just like dumb burning it's literally the whole thing with tulak like he's very much a character that a lot of the readers have been like oh he's so good he's so soft Mm. he is literally his whole arc is surrounded about how he killed someone that zuko cared about and like he's still good he's just not innocent like they're two different things they're not interchangeable if that makes sense yes yeah i think it makes sense mm-hmm. the whole innocence versus goodness um thing is that i think that's what makes avatar so compelling yes is that we follow ang who is supposed to be the speaking of innocence and goodness and at first he is innocent because he comes out of the ice but um and you know he wakes up to this world you know where a hundred years have passed and he has no clue but he's not without his flaws because when the avatar state takes over him he flies into a rage and when Appa is taken to him he's mm. willing to do anything to get Appa back so I think that it's really interesting to have Zuko especially in the art of burning 
toe the line between goodness and badness, I suppose, if we were to use <laughs> a dual term. Um, and in that way, I sort of feel like Tomkin and Nanook take a lot of credit for Zuko's quote-unquote goodness showing through. Like, I always kind of, whenever I think of them, I think of Lilo and Stitch. And Lilo being like, this is your badness level. <laughs> exactly. Usually and so I think that they really work on with Zuko. I think that it's a conscious effort on their part. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, Hella. Um, no, like to pull that. the goodness level up and the badness level down. Mm. Yeah, because I feel like the the warriors have like an understanding. I mean, they obviously do. Like, that's what they try and talk to him about with Lee and everything. But in saying about the warriors, no. that something else that I think is really special about Tomkin and Nanook. I almost said Lily Tom. Um, <laughs> which is also appropriate to call him. But um, <laughs> is that they represent innocence. Well, the warriors, I suppose, represent goodness. Because Tom and Nan, they haven't really seen oh. anything bad yet, you know? And they're, like, running around. They're stealing rum. They're doing laundry. You know what I mean? Like, they're just kind of having a good time, whatever. Where the warriors have seen battle and they know what they're fighting against and they know they don't really have time to fuck around but they're fighting for their own cause you know so they're good they're they feel righteous i mean that comes in really hard with zeus later as well because his whole thing is that he's in a second boom just <laughs> well no because i wasn't gonna bring it up but i am really excited mm. for how you're gonna handle the innocence and purity thing with since you like yeah. have alluded on Tumblr to like the cursing thing, like I'm like I need to like calm down about it. Like I'm hyping it up in my head way too much. Like I've basically written it in my head. It's fine. Because I just like I don't know, it's just like one of those themes that for whatever reason really resonates with me. The way that like Zuko is like trying so hard to be this thing for yeah. Zusa that he like can't well, like, be and i'm just like i don't know well that's just precisely so like the whole reason fanfic like, of fanfic that I, like was inspired to bring his character into it is because i wanted a new angle on this good v bad thing and i wanted it like more clearly because i like rose like thing about tomkin and nanak being the innocent side of it but i think it's a lot clearer when you've got like an actual child like the symbol of innocence and zuko's like consistently trying to shield that but it's just not his it's just not something he is capable of doing and he shouldn't have been asked to do that he should never have been put in that position and I think that's really important to show that like as innocent as Zeusa is and as good as Zuko is being even though he doesn't realize he's actually being good here and he's still like oh I'm evil um it's just sometimes not your place and <laughs> it's just not something you're capable of which is sadder yeah. I think because like he's doing his best but like he's still a child himself yeah in a way he's also grappling to protect what he never had yeah and maybe trying to find absolution through that but speaking of goodness um I also wanted to ask your opinion on Tova whether or not she considers herself a good character and whether you as the writer consider her a good character I love this so I actually read a gif fic the other day about Lee um it's going to be linked at the end of the recent chapters. I'll link it in the author site anyway. But um, it was really good. You should read it. Um, and it basically, I was saying in the comment of that, that what I really liked about it was that um, Tova, she's like, she has a moment where she seems like she's about to be quite nice. And then she backs out of it. And I was just saying that that's like, I thought they were going to go down the, I thought the writer was going to go down the route of like being like, oh, and Tova was nice after all, but that's just not it. Like, <laughs> As much as all the readers have... And Tova's heart grew three stars <laughs> that day. 
like as much as the readers have actually latched onto her which i did not see coming <laughs> um she is morally gray i don't think she's evil but she's definitely not good in any sense of the word um she's just very complicated so yeah i'd just say and i think she understands that like she does not care she knows she's not good but she's not interested interesting thank you i feel like i'm on a comic on panel um i feel like that's a shit answer but if i start um should we wrap up do you have any more spoilers um i was gonna just bring up with tova like oh um so so like i wanted to like uh words give me a moment sorry i like can i just really quickly not talk about tova i just need to get this out (laughs) zuko being the adult that zusa needs wait (laughs) zuko being the adult that he needed as a child for zusa and knut being the adult that he needed as a child for zuko and just like that (laughs) is just it just i don't know if you saw me have a little emotional moment over here but i was funny i did hear like a small choking sound And like, <laughs> I just heard like a. <laughs> that was totally me. Um, okay, now I can focus on our last spoilers and we can wrap up. Um, so the way that Tova talks about her superiors, and the superiors making it clear that the Fire Prince was her primary focus. Um, I just a like I just enjoyed like being able to reread this being like oh I know they're talking about the White Lotus and Ira like this is so exciting. And then it says, um, Tova had thought the task would be difficult given she knew next to nothing about the furtive Fire Nation Royal. And I really liked next to nothing because in my head, what she knows about Zuko is Iroh has been like, oh, like Iroh and Tova have had tea together in the past, obviously. (laughs) And Iroh has just been like, I love my nephew so much, but he's angry all the time, and he doesn't I like, like it's tea. The same vibe. And that's what Tova knows it's about like it's the Zuko. Same vibe of and she's like, "That's not helpful." Sokka was trying to explain Suki and just like going off about how pretty she was. And Zuko's just that, like, dude, he needs it. <laughs> Wait, in the words of Hella, Tova's just sat there, like, give me something. <laughs> Is that it, though? I think um, so. Should I wrap up? If you want. Just what do like, I say? Bye, guys. Me and Ro are taking over the podcast at this okay. rate. All right, everyone. This has been the Art of Burning podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And thank you guys, Abby, Ashla, and Boom, for having me. I won't thank Hella because that's useless and I don't want to. <laughs> Uh, next week, <laughs> Abby, Ashla, and Boom will be talking about Chapter 14 <laughs> after the storm. Um, if you want to read my fic, Row, it's um, called The Ashes in My Wake. It's available on my AO3, which is The Lost Colony. Um, and we'll see you next week. Or I won't, but um, Ashla, Abby, and Boom will. Bye. 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 Bye.